five minutes in the room from our last recording. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. <laughs> like I forgot to like refresh my email. So uh, I just opened the most recent Zencaster when I popped open my thing and it was last week. So I was like, Anthony thought he said he was on, but whatever. And I've just been sitting here for five minutes. And then I was like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. Yo, it's me, Cody Cannon. I'm the Mizzy, Mizzy Mike. Um... I am tired. I went to Wine and Jazz Festival yesterday. Ooh, tell me about that. Wine and Jazz is a one of my favorite events of the year, and this is the first time they've had it post-COVID. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, basically, it's just like a weekend-long festival where you pay $20 per day. Uh, I, I just went Sunday. And you get to try all of the wine that you... You get all the wine you want for free, and you can also buy bottles uh, of all the local wineries from the region. And uh, it's just like a really fun time. What's, uh, what's your favorite kind of wine? I like it kind of dry or at the very least, I don't like a sweet one. If it, it, I either want it to be dry or semi-sweet, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, uh, so I like Cabernets a lot. Uh, Chardonnays are fine, but it just like to print like my favorite. I really love a plush, which is kind of like a mixture of white and red. I think it's one of my favorite kinds of wine. What is it called? A plush? Yeah. I've actually, I, I could say I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's a. Uh, you should get it. It's or, or sometimes it'll be referred to as an orange wine, not like from oranges, but like, mm. yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, a lot of natural wines that like are uh, made without like the sulfates and stuff like that tend to be plush or orange in color. Gotcha. Do you consider yourself a wine connoisseur? Not in the slightest. <laughs> in the sense that, like, I like being the giggly, bubbly, drunk wine gives me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I don't, I'm not like, like, I don't keep a bottle at the house or anything like that. You know what I mean? Mm. I just, like, occasionally like to get wine drunk. Yeah, I, I do enjoy wine, but, like, if I drink it, it's gonna give me, like, reflux. Oh, really? Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have a strong constitution, so I don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. <laughs> Good for uh, you, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that was my weekend. I uh, I ate a hundred gram or milligram, hundred milligram edible. A hundred gram, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> that would be insane. That would be insane. Yeah, you still. would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like about an hour ago. <laughs> So you're probably crushed. Oh, I'm feeling it right now. Like uh, before the sh- before we were about to record, I was like feeling really anxious. I'm like, why do I feel anxious about recording? I'm like, oh, not that. It's just because that edible's kicking in. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, it's going to be a fun recording. Uh, we're doing a mini episode, a you and me episode. Yeah. The way the podcast was intended. Yeah. Cody and Anthony. <laughs> Anthony and Cody. Yeah. Fuck Jake. Fuck Jake. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, how you doing, bud? How was your weekend? I saw. Oh, I saw Barbarian. Okay. I don't want to go without <laughs> just like. Uh, no, a spoiler-free thumb up, thumb down. Oh, thumbs up for sure, for sure. Nice. I recommend it. Yeah, I heard it was sick from like uh, the internet. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the internet. The internet. I definitely heard the same thing. Um, it's it's uh, it's good horror. It has a lot of random twist and like it's almost like the movie feels like two different movies at times, but in a good way, in a way that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I get that. I liked it though. Uh, definitely see it if you can. Nice. I will. I will. Maybe I'll take the Boyd. Is it really like have any insane like bad stuff? Like I don't mind a little blood and gore or anything like that. But uh, um, is it like? Have you ever seen Drag Me to Hell? Yeah. If you would consider that insane, like there's some things in that movie, like with corpses and stuff. It's kind of it could kind of feel like that. Nice. If you think that's too extreme, then I would say no. no. I think KO would be yeah, fine. I'm trying not to say certain things about the movie because I didn't know any of this stuff would be in the movie. You know what I mean? So Yeah, don't say too much, please. Yeah, I so appreciate that. Let's talk about what we came here to talk about, which is Paper Girls. Yeah, Paper Girls, a comic series that I haven't finished. I think I'm on like volume three or something like that. Nice, yeah. And we're just here to talk volume one. Yeah, volume one. But I'm just saying uh, one of my favorite comic book by one of my favorite comic book authors brian k vaughn brian k vaughn artist cliff chang yeah yeah love the art love the story uh big fan touches on a lot of nostalgic things i love gives big like breakfast club goonies stranger things homages you know what i mean yeah because it takes place in 1988 uh, so you automatically get those 80s vibes. Yeah, Cody, you told me about this comic. I, I know I heard about it, but you were the person who read it and were like, oh, you got to read Paper Girls. Yeah, it's really cool. I love it. Uh, I love the twists in it. Like at first you're like, oh, what is this? Is this going to be like a uh, X-Files type thing? Is this going to be like a monster? Are these aliens? Come to find out, no, they're time travelers. Yeah. Time travelers, exactly. Yeah, I, I love the twist at the end of the first issue when they're like, uh, the, that lets you know that's what's going on when it's like an apple thing. Yeah, they find it gets like, left behind yeah. the alien by the aliens. Yep, yep. I thought that was cool. Um, and then I think in the next issue, they're like, oh, that that does remind me of these computers I've seen, but it's way too small. And that's when they start to like piece it together. They're like, well, in the yeah. future, you can imagine, like, because computers used to be like fit in a room. And now they're like, you can imagine in the future, you know, it gets even smaller. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's just a cool little thing. I love the cast. The cast is a lot of fun. I love the paper girls themselves. They're like the perfect quintessential 80s like touching but like it does a good job of touching on things that are people are really more coming to terms with like in the 80s probably would have been taboo to talk about like sexual orientation or uh like depression and stuff like that you know yeah yeah uh mac like you know like she'll always say offensive things yeah and they point out they're just like dude come on like 
You know, like she's just like that kind of person. Whereas the main, I would say the main character, Erin, she's like super religious. Not yeah. super religious, but she's constantly kind of referencing the Bible. She has dreams that are like very biblical. Yeah, you could tell that at least like if she isn't currently religious. Here, I'm going to take a toke real quick. Um, I might It might send me into a coughing spree. It's that time <laughs> of year where my bronchitis acts up. No, this is the toking for Jesus minute. Featuring Cody Cannon. Yeah, Toking for Jesus. <laughs> it's a new segment on the show. Cody takes a huge bong rip in the name of uh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> as, as he would have wanted. <laughs> as he would have wanted. Every time he coughs, he like gains another like seven yeah. years of life. It's very, it's a very touching yeah. thing to witness, really. Yeah, me and the, uh, it's me like, uh, this is how I combat my debaucherous nature is by smoking weed in the name of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess that makes you uh, Aaron. You're, you're the Aaron of the Paper Girls group. I like the group of friends because, and I feel like if you took away all the sci-fi elements, I would still like read a comic about that group. If they're just like normal kids, like in the eighties, like doing their paper route, you know, it's, it's interesting oh, enough sure. already the way Brian K. Vaughn writes, you know, and the art is just, it fits it perfectly. Stellar, yeah. it, you know, like it's just, it reminded me of saga in a lot of ways, the art, the art. Well, see, it's very different still though. Like it's a, a very, it's like not as detailed, but in a way that's, Still, like, it's still very, de- you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's just different. Does that make sense? Like, uh, not as realistic. If, yeah, exactly. I mean, not that Saga is, is realistic, but you get uh-huh. what I'm saying. Like, it's more cartoony almost. Yeah, I could see that. Especially how, like, the time travelers are kind of like, they're ninjas. They look like ninjas at first. You're like, why are ninjas, like, running around this neighborhood? Yeah, and at first you think those two boys are going to be the villains. Right. And you're like, fuck, these are the bad guys. And then you come to find out that they're kind of just helping. Right. And this is, you you don't find out a lot of this stuff in later in the series. So I'm going to try to not blur where the series ends. But yeah, great cast. I love the time travelers, uh, the crazy people flying around dinosaurs. It's just an insane, like off the wall. Like Brian K. Vaughn does this weird thing where like things feel really like grounded and real and human. But then they're also like set in these like fantastic off the wall universes you know what i mean where like it's so silly and unreal right like what makes the story interesting to me is like yeah the time travel elements are really cool especially you know there's a twist at the end where they wind up in the future and yes they're confronting the future Aaron. yeah which is cool that's like okay sign me up for volume two mm-hmm. but even before that there's all these dramatic things happening like just the fact that so there's that moment where they're because they're like constantly on the run in this volume. Like they don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. So it's like it's like each issue. They're kind of like they're on the run, but being on the run uh, has them interact with like a new character or set of characters. Right. Um, I guess the premise. Of, we should we should do the synopsis. Ah, 
They could just figure it out or read the comic, guys. Oh, okay. Support independent. No, I'm just kidding. We should do the synopsis. <laughs> it's Halloween night. Yeah, Halloween night uh, starts out these group of kids. Well, actually, is it just one at the beginning and then they become a group when they're getting bullied or whatever? It seems, yeah, it seems like that's basically like what's split happening. Up. Yeah. And uh, like smaller groups, one of them is getting bullied. Is it Mac who saves the day? Yeah, I think it is. Mac's like the one who comes in. She's like smoking a cigarette and shit. Yeah. (laughs) That's how you know she's cool. Yeah, exactly. Only cool people want to breathe like me every time the weather changes. (laughs) (laughs) So then like they bond over this like these like run in with these bullies and they kind of like form a group together. And that's when like they see the aliens and well, they don't see the aliens at first, do they? I think what happens is they find the weird thing in the basement. Yeah. Oh yeah. The spaceship. They find the time time machine or whatever. You're not sure what it is at first. Like they do make like a observation. They're like, Oh, it look kind of looks like the space shuttle or like the older space shuttle. Yeah. But it kind of looks alive. Yeah. It's like bio organic. Like, or is that the right? Uh, No, it's like, or site. That makes sense. Bio organic. Sure. Let's go with that. No, but I'm just saying like, it's like machine and living, which is something you kind of like Cronenberg esque. Yeah, you see a lot of that in that like 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 that green weird thing they run into in the sewers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly like that. That was a cool scene when it wraps it around what's her name's neck and uh she has like all of those visions or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was intense. Yeah. Is that when she sees her whole life flash before her eyes? Is that when that yes. happens? Tiffany, yes. that's who it is. That's Tiffany. The yeah. Yeah, and it's cool, which, I mean, it gets more into this. I I don't want to talk too much because it goes more into it in the later volumes. But one thing I like about this book series is these kids are constantly seeing their lives. Like, it it causes, like, these crazy sci-fi adventures cause them to like either see their future or see their past in like in a very analytical way Mm. where they have to like come to terms with either who they are, who they've been or who they're going to become in a really cool way. Sorry. I'm high as hell. (laughs) You're high as hell on comics and chronic. What? Uh, Why am I apologizing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, higher. I uh, (laughs) know. Honestly, I'd like to hit more weed, but my lungs are hurting, Bubby. Yeah, don't don't um, do it. Don't do it. No, but I was going to say, I liked in Tiffany's flashback where she sees her whole life. All she's really seeing is her. She's playing a video game over and over and over. And she's like, oh my God, I wasted so much of my life playing a video game. Which I relate to, man. It yep, was something, dude, in my early 20s, when we first met, I was like a big video game head. And uh, what's the video game like you played the most in your life? Like you put the most hours into you? I'd say like somewhere between Call of Duty. I spent a ton of time when I was a kid playing like insane amount of time playing like GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. The N64 shooters. Hell yeah. Yeah. I spent a lot. I just a lot of shooters. Halo is a big chunk of my life. A lot of like multiplayer games I put a lot of time into games like mass effect and uh yeah i loved those games ocarina of of time i played all the way through like 100 percenting the game multiple times you know what i mean yeah 
I spent a ton of time because most of my time, video game time in life was as a kid. So it was a lot of like Nintendo shit, like Ocarina of Time, Pokemon, that kind of ish. Yeah. RPGs when I was younger and I still like enjoyed them, but not as when I became like a young adult, it was a lot of shooters. Mm. Yeah, definitely put a lot of hours into Pokemon. A lot of hours into Star Fox. That was my favorite game on N64. I would play Star Fox all the time. See, that was my, not even close up there. I put more hours into Harvest Moon 64 than I did Star Fox. Than Star Fox. Wow. Did you just not like Star Fox? It was fine, but it just like wasn't my jam. Do you not like space stories and space themed things? Is that not like? Actually, I love space things. Oh. I there was like a point in time when I was younger where I was like kind of trying to write my own space opera, but then I was like, you're just ripping off everything you love. (laughs) And I just kind of stopped. I feel like that could be still awesome though. Like, even if you're ripping off everything you love, you're mashing it together in your own like Cody way, like it could still be like a great idea. Yeah, I don't know. But that being said, I love space things growing up. Star Wars, was, if you would ask me my favorite series from a young age, it was quick. First, it was like Jurassic Park. And then it was Star Wars, probably until I was like right around the time I was smoking weed. And then I was like, oh, it's the Godfather or something <laughs> stupid like that. You know what I mean? From Star Wars to gangsters. <clears throat> oh, I just choked on my uh, cough drama. <laughs> <laughs> The first ever gagging on Comics and Chronic. (laughs) I have to keep that in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Oh, man. But yeah, so, (laughs) but anyway, I loved, uh, but space and science fiction is actually one of my favorite genres. I think I'm just like critical of it right now because it sucks. Did you see Dune? Dune was really cool. I I liked Dune a lot. I love Dune so much. Yeah, I'm, uh, when I say it sucks, I'm mostly talking about Star Wars. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, Star Wars. Nah, Star Wars has been slipping. I haven't watched Andor yet. I don't know if you've wa- caught up on any of the uh, new shows. I couldn't give less of a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. And I've heard they're all so mediocre that I really like. don't feel like I'm missing anything. You yeah, know you're, not, I mean? you're not missing much. You're not missing much. I do, yeah. I do like The Mandalorian. That's what everyone says. They say, if you're going to watch one, watch The Mandalorian. And I was like, maybe one day. You know? <laughs> maybe one day. but anyway back to these guys yeah paper girls yeah dude just such a fun cool interesting story uh like a very the issue before the one we're talking about i think is a really cool one where aaron gets shot yeah i was thinking of that moment too that was like the biggest moment of this volume i think I agree. Yeah, it was like a real... Yeah, because I mean... Does she die? No, she doesn't. No. They, they take her to the future or whatever. So what happens her? is those two... The two ninjas... The two boys. The, the two the boys. Teenagers. They turn out to be teenagers. They kind of look like burned or scarred in some way. Yeah, like uh, like tortured almost. like rock, like Kind of like Rocket... How... A human version of Rocket Raccoon. Like yeah, cyborg-ish. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cyborg. Exactly, exactly. And uh, they they help Erin, but they need to put her in the same thing they found in the basement in the beginning of the volume. And it turns out it's the same one. 
Like it, it actually, they kind of need to go back in time or something, however it fucking works. And that's how they heal her with the machine. Like it's weird. Like they put like weird uh, bugs on her, but they're not really bugs. They're like robots or something. Yeah, it's crazy. But if they heal her, that's when, because up until that point, you still don't really trust the boys. Right, right. You don't, you're not really sure who's on whose side. Yeah, everybody, the only people you really care about, and I, I say in the sense that like they're the heroes, are the girls. Right. Because there's also those characters, like you mentioned before, they ride the dinosaurs and they kind of are cyborg-esque, but they kind of look like they have better equipment. Yeah, and they and so like you kind of think that you're like maybe they're the good guys, mm-hmm. but then they instantly they uh, that one dude like zaps those two kids on the football field. Yeah, and you're like fuck. Yeah, can't trust those guys. No, and then there's the old man who looks like a. Uh, sci-fi Jerry Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> and he's wearing like a a t-shirt. I forget which band's on the t-shirt. But you see someone else in a Guns N' Roses t-shirt at one point in the comic. Yeah. And they don't really respond to anybody. They're just kind of silently standing there in a mask. Yeah. The girls think it's someone from their school, but like now I'm doubting that it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a cool, there's a lot of cool stuff happening right now in just entertainment mediums where knowing what we know now, they do like a nostalgic show and like throw, like, I don't know. It's a really, it's just a cool comic and everybody should check it out. No, I get what you're saying. Like it, it does incorporate things that you've seen in, in other media. Like you were saying Stranger Things and stuff like that. But like, you know, even talking about it just now, I'm like, duh, it's like Back to the Future too, you know, or Back to the Future, yeah. like the way he goes back in time and can like manipulate event, events from like the earlier part of another movie, you know, like it's just like that, like things happen and then it affects, or even like in Bill and Ted, the same kind of thing happens. Exactly. Yeah, very much those. And I, But it's awesome because it's from the perspective of a bunch of teenage girls. Yeah. Sassy teenage, 80s teenage girls. Yeah, the characters are, are interesting. They all have unique personalities and they're like, they're, oh, there's the show on um, Amazon. I haven't gotten a chance to check it out yet. Me either, but I hope it's good. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about it. It's definitely not being mentioned in the slightest. Right, exactly. Good or bad. So I don't know what that means. Like, that's not necessarily a good thing if no one's talking about it. Like, no one's yeah, saying it's good no or bad. if no one has ever seen it. <laughs> have any commies, have any of you seen the show? Yeah. And should we watch it? Yeah, let us know. If you guide us down the wrong path, I'll murder you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't mean that. I don't mean it. But I will be sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Who are your favorite characters? I definitely like Erin. She's she's definitely like, you know. She's the main girl. She's main. the, yeah, she's the hero. Mac, and Mac's abrasive. I don't like Mac so much. I like Mac because Mac Mac is the Jake of yeah, Paper Girls. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> um, then there's um, I think her name's like KJ or something, and KJ just she just has like, what does she carry? She carries like a weapon on her. Yeah. She, she like fucks shit up, but she's kind of yeah. Silent. KJ's the badass. Yeah. The strong silent type. Yeah. Well, Mac's the is it Michelangelo of Paper Girls, like from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm. Raphael. Raphael, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then Tiffany's Tiffany's cool, but she, like they also didn't give her much except for the whole life flashback. 
and you just yeah. know that she plays a lot of video games. Which is like a cool way of kind of fleshing out a character that like didn't hasn't really given at this point in the series hasn't really given much of depth. Yeah. Oh, also she was the first paper girl. Like she points that out. She was like, I started this. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, that besides all that, not much happens in the f- first volume. It's like very like small things building up to like reveals, and then I'm sure it gets crazier and crazier as the series goes on. Have you only read the first volume? Yeah, so just the first five issues. Oh, damn. See, yeah, I've like read the first two or three volumes. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, you know, I, I want to check out more of this series. I would recommend it to anybody, Brian K. Vaughn fans. It's just Especially, good. yeah, it's, it's a good. quick read. Yeah, it's a quick read, really quick, really interesting. Like like Anthony says, the first volume is definitely just kind of like for setting up. Yeah. It's definitely like it's not like series like like Saga even though it's setting up a lot happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um what's another independent series we've read? Philadelphia. Yeah, just you know what I mean? Say Philadelphia. Well, Philadelphia yeah. honestly could have just been a st- standalone too. Yeah, if it ends at fun. volume 1, you could be like, "Damn, okay." Yeah. But with this, I definitely see, you know, pieces being set up like for instance, like it, you were getting hints at the fact that in the future, it seems like there's like some war or the way it's like the factions in the future are it's like teens and young people versus old people. Yeah, very generational, which is honestly kind of kind of what's happening right now. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, I need to add that kind of sound effect like dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Brian K. Vaughn thinking, you know, doing his standard thing of like really touching on modern things with uh, fantasy stories, you know? Yeah, exactly. So then I'm going to ask how many Joe Peasies? JP. Oh, Joe Peasies. Honestly, I'm not going to give it six. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'll give it six either. Big fan of the series. I think it's awesome. I think it's fun. I like it. I think if you, I, I want to get the, I saw recently that they just have like a paper girls, the complete saga. Ooh, I need to get that then. Yeah. And it's like, it's like all 30 issues in one compendium. Nice. And yeah, so I'm thinking about getting that. But that being said, I feel like I would honestly probably give it a higher ranking, like maybe even consider giving it a six or at least a higher ranking once you get more fleshed out. Because this is was really cool and I liked it. Uh-huh. It's just not like the it's no Mortal Kombat. That's for sure. <laughs> no, it's no Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the blessed Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat always, you must remember, gets the perfect score. Six out of six. Six out yeah. of six. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to give it an even five. Or even an, an even five. Nice. Okay. Five? Yeah. Yeah. I don't... There's nothing like wrong with it. It's just... It's not the first comic I'm going to pick up off the shelf to read, but I, I'm glad I read it. It was a cool read. Um, I want to read more, so that's always a good thing in a comic series, you know. Like I want to pick up the next volume, but yeah, like Cody said, it's no Mortal Kombat. It's not getting um, a perfect score. Uh, five. I don't even think I would give it a five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say four. I'll say four point five. Nice. That's fair. That's just more like. Less about the quality of it and more about like, I don't know, there's just other comics I'd rather read. Yeah. 
It's just like not your favorite comic. Yeah. I, I would say it's not Brian K. Vaughn's best comic. That oh, makes definitely sense. not. It's a great comic. Yeah, for sure. And the yeah, fact that you could get like a, you just said the compendium all together and it's like 30 issues, that I feel like that's a great recommend. Like I, I'd buy the compendium based off of this volume. Yeah. And I think I'm going to do that just so I can get through it. You know what I mean? I also, we should do maybe revisit or do this show or something with Jake down the road. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if, if we decide, uh, you know, Jake should come back on the show, then I think that's a great idea. Yeah. If Jake is not, uh, at the bottom of the Hudson river, then, uh, yeah. that's a great idea. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you see Jake, please call this number. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, uh that's it. That's it. Losers. Piece um this shit. is another mini, another well, another. Is this, mine should get released a little up. I'm not gonna go into that. It's I was trying to be funny. It was a bad joke. Your anyway. should get released first. I heard what you were gonna say. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell Jake I said that. Ooh. So, yeah, we'll put your episode out first. Fuck Jake. Yeah, but uh, let's let's hang out again soon, bud. Yeah. Emily said we should call these Half-Baked. Ooh, that's That's a good name. I do like that. So, yeah, we'll call it Half-Baked. It's a clever wife you got on your hands, buddy. Hey, she's a a clever gal. Clever gal. (laughs) Dude, well, uh, thanks for tuning in and to uh, Half-Baked and... uh, we love you as always. Um, tell, help us be successful. Do more. Um, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. You guys are great. <laughs> follow us uh, on uh, Spotify and Apple, wherever you're listening. You click the follow button, just click follow. And then rate us. You just click, you don't have to write anything, just like fucking click five stars. Tell your friends about the coolest dudes you know. You know what I mean? Uh, Anthony if you're a and good Cody. friend, if you're a good Jake. friend to your friends, you will. Receive many. Absolutely. Yeah. Pleasures. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace. 